Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, and I have David Schmidt, who's the inventor of LifeWave technology and founder and CEO of LifeWave. Uh, we're going to be talking about how LifeWave can, uh, you know, help you during these time frames. We're going to talk about the vaccination and some of the problems with the vaccination, and and on the bright side, some things you actually can do if you've been vaccinated or you know around people that have been vaccinated. So globally, David is the founder of 94 patents, 13 pending, and many more being written. Uh, so one of the one of the great things that uh, that I enjoy about David, and one of the things that attracted me to David's work was that he helped uh, the Navy SEAL teams uh, many decades ago, and uh, it helped some of those guys. And I'd heard about that uh, the technology that he utilized for those guys, and uh, and then someone showed me that, and it's like it's, it's available for everyone. It's <laughs> that's that what ba- that's what basically got me into uh working with david and uh it's been a pleasure david thanks thanks so much for everything that you do oh michael the pleasure's mine and um you know i i have an enormous sense of gratitude for the life that we live here in the united states and the sacrifices that our incredible men and women in service provide so that we can enjoy freedom and so thank you for everything that you've done uh, so that we can enjoy freedom here in the U.S. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you very much. And you're you're also uh, we're looking at the Navy SEAL Foundation. Uh, you wanted to see if there's anything you could do to contribute, and uh, we've made contact with them. And you're going to do a call with them pretty soon, and maybe. And I think that's not a maybe. That's pretty much a guarantee that they're going to be very intrigued and uh, we want to use the technology or you're gifting uh, some of this technology that uh, the Navy SEAL teams can use the families. Uh, guys that retired and so forth that have you know different problems and uh, that's that's very generous of you. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you. You know, a number of years ago, uh, we made a large donation to the Military Order of the Purple Heart. We had an outreach program to donate our product to uh, men and women that had been injured in the line of duty and um, were having a problem with uh, pain or having a problem sleeping. So we had a thousand families uh, that we donated products to, so they didn't have to uh, pay for the product. And uh, we did that over a period of a few years. So I enjoyed doing that and uh, looking forward to doing something uh, with the SEAL vets. Yeah, that's great. Because I can tell you from my own experience, you know, using the product uh, that I've had uh, incredible benefit. And I think those guys are going to appreciate it very much. Thanks. Yep. Thank you. So let's talk about, uh, I've seen a webinar that you did, and we've kind of talked uh, a little bit offline, to, uh, some of the things that the, the vaccine, there's problems with the vaccination. Let's let's kind of jump in a little bit about that. You're, you're, uh, I know you've been involved in some studies, amazing studies. In fact, uh, it seems like a lot of suppression that goes on out there. So we can, first of all, we're both of it, neither one of us are doctors. So always, you know, use your own best judgment, you know, contact your own doctor for information and so forth. But what have you learned as far as like, you know, the, the vaccination complications that may have happened uh, in, in, or possibly happened? We just saw one of the NFL players, you know, pretty much dropped dead on the field. And, uh, you know, he was he was helped. And the only thing that's different is that, you know, he got vaccinated. 
and a lot of those guys, almost all those guys have been vaccinated. We've been seeing, uh, I think Dr. McCullough came on uh, Tucker Carlson. He talked about that was 1,598. He even had the, <laughs> the very numbers uh, of, of professional athletes that have dropped dead. And usually that's a 29 a year. So that's a massive increase. And the only thing that's different would be the vaccination. So seems to be some problems out there. What, what have you found, David? Yeah, so for so some background on this, so I'm the CEO and founder of LifeWave, and uh, we have health technology and general wellness products, and uh, our products are based on phototherapy and photobiomodulation. So what that means is that what we want to do is trigger biochemical changes in the body with light. And uh, early on in the pandemic, there, there were a number of things that just didn't add up. And uh, so as a company, we've done over 80 clinical studies over the past 20 years. So there's a network of scientists and doctors that we do studies with. And I thought, um, you know, we need to be able to study COVID-19. We need to be able to understand it. And then later on, uh, I wanted to do a study on the vaccine and the initial objective was to find out people that have been vaccinated, can they use our products? Are there going to be any adverse events? So if we got a call into our customer service, we needed data to say, yes, if you've been vaccinated, you can use our products and you know there's no issue. And as a result, we found some things that were alarming. Um, so back to give a little bit of history behind this. When COVID-19 first, we be, first became aware of it globally, it was eventually declared a pandemic. In March of uh, 2020, it was announced that clinical studies on a vaccine for COVID-19 were going to start. Now, to put this in perspective, in the pharmaceutical industry, it can take 20 years to develop a new drug. And uh, so that was the first thing that didn't quite make sense. The, the other thing that didn't really make sense is that they were going to human studies. So to put this in perspective, if you wanted to go to the FDA and you wanted to, to do a drug development, you'd have to go through very long periods of time where you would do animal testing, you go through phase one, phase two trials, and then eventually you could get to human trials but only after you have determined that that new drug is safe and there is a you know, reasonable chance that it's not gonna cause undue harm to human beings. So that whole process was short-circuited. Six weeks after the pandemic, and this is all in you know, public record now, six weeks after the pandemic was announced, vaccine clinical trials on human beings started. So the, the, the obvious questions come up. In a six-week period of time, how was a vaccine developed? Um, how did they get FDA approval for doing these studies? And why were they allowed to test directly a new drug on human beings that it was totally done with new technology? Nobody knows if it's safe and uh, nobody knows what the effects are going to be. So this raised all kinds of red flags with me as a researcher. I'm an inventor and I've been in product development my entire life. 
So there are all kinds of red flags here. Another very significant red flag uh, happened in um, May of uh, 2021. And uh, what happened then was a clinical study came out on an amino acid called N-acetylcysteine or NAC. And when you take NAC or you take cysteine, and this is naturally found in milk products and whey protein and eggs, it elevates the body's master antioxidant called glutathione. So for people that aren't aware of what glutathione is, it's an antioxidant that's found throughout the body. It's found in nearly every cell. It helps to control inflammation and our lifespan is directly correlated to our body's levels of glutathione. So if you have somebody that lives to be over hundred years old, they have elevated levels of glutathione. Um, another thing about glutathione, and there's tens of thousands of, of studies that have been done on this so over the past few decades. Uh, another thing about glutathione is that it inhibits damage to the DNA. So if the DNA is damaged, and you have elevated levels of glutathione, glutathione will actually repair the DNA before the cell divides and creates a new cell. So obviously this can help to prevent things like cancer and uh, you know other types of mutations. So what was alarming was that when this study came out in May of 2021, about five weeks later, the FDA issued a letter to manufacturers of NAC telling them they should take it off the market. And so we saw NAC start to disappear as a supplement from Amazon and Sprouts and Whole Foods and those type of places. So that was another very significant red flag. So I spoke to our group of uh, scientists and medical doctors and decided we need to investigate this and, uh, and find out what's really going on. So one of the uh, one of the studies that we did before the vaccine was released was with uh, copper supplementation. So we got a group of healthcare workers uh, working in a hospital in New York, and we uh, gave them 2.5 milligrams of copper glycinate. And copper is a very strong antiviral, and it will naturally occur in the human body, but most people don't get enough copper in their diet. You find it in uh, liver, for example, wheatgrass, and uh, in chocolate, uh, in dark chocolate. Uh, but most people don't get enough in their diet. And anyway, we, we gave people this supplement and we found out that it inhibited the virus and there was a much lower incidence of people getting COVID-19 when they had the copper supplement. Wow. So- that told us that there could be natural materials like NAC, copper, and iodine that you could take as a supplement and, and vitamin D and dramatically reduce your risks of getting COVID or having a severe reaction if you did get it. Mm -hmm. The next two studies that we did uh, were with Dr. Brian Daly, who is a, a medical doctor. He's a forensic a medical specialist, and he always also does work for the Department of the Navy. And what we did with Dr. Daly is we did two studies. 
and I have some slides that I can show you. Um, we did two studies with 75 people. And essentially what we found is that four months after people received either the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine, so the mRNA vaccines, they had disturbing changes in their blood. Hmm. Um, so for example, there was elevated white blood cell count indicating there was an ongoing infection. There was mutation of the white blood cells. Uh, there was clumping of the white blood cells, meaning there's increased risk for a uh, heart attack and stroke. And, um, and uh, these mRNA vaccines are not behaving at all like vaccines. Hmm. So that's, that's a mouthful. I should stop. So now that's good because, uh, you know, Dr. Robert Malone, he's, he claims he, he, he's developed an mRNA, um, you know, vaccine. And, uh, you know, he came out, he got vaccinated and he had severe uh, complications from it. Uh, I believe his heart, you know, had some problems with his heart and so forth. So he's come out and against the vaccinations and, you know, he's gotten a lot of pushback. So that, that M mRNA technology is basically, it seems to be, there was probably some thought that it could help the cells in resisting, you know, disease and viruses and so forth. But like we're talking about, it seems to mutate the, the cells in a negative way. Yeah, what we were told was that when you got injected with the mRNA vaccine, that it was localized and it would stay, let's say in the shoulder or the arm. And that's just not true. Subsequent studies now have proven that the mRNA vaccine is showing up throughout the body. Uh, another thing that's really alarming, uh, this is some new studies that have come out, is that mRNA is, is finding its way into sperm. So let's say that you had uh, a man that was vaccinated, but the wife chose not to, she's going to end up getting the mRNA into her body. Uh, you know, if they have unprotected sex or they're trying to have a child or, or what have you. And then, of course, there's the phenomena of viral shedding, meaning that um, you may, a person may be able to get someone that's dating, uh, may be able to transfer the mRNA from one individual to another through kissing, right? That That is a concern now. And so there's this concept that kind of like you're getting vaccinated unwillingly. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's different, like what you're talking about, there's different ways you can, uh, you can help yourself. You're talking about the um, copper, uh, take the copper supplement, uh, glutathione, uh, NAC, if you can find, it's hard to find. Uh, I was like an early proponent of uh, NAC as well, uh, but it was, they were taking it off. I, I taught people how to make their own hydroxychloroquine that got taken off. Uh, I moved to um, uh, ivermectin. Uh, I got taken down for you know promoting ivermectin. Uh, so we've seen some other people uh, that have that have promoted it or talked about it. They got a lot of pushback. So like you're like you're talking about, there seems to be a, a pushback so that people can't help themselves and protect themselves. Yeah. So I suppose this is the good news. Uh, you know, we should show people uh, you know what they're dealing with. And what's really alarming about this, so I'd like to share some slides with you eventually, but 
But the good news is that, yes, there are a number of things that people can do. So NAC would certainly be one thing. Uh, and so elevating glutathione is going to help to manage the inflammatory process. And uh, so this is particularly important when we're looking at potential uh, problems to the cardiovascular system. Uh, what we saw in our study is that there was elevated levels of fibrinogen. Uh, there may be cases where there's elevated levels of homocysteine, which is indicated uh, in uh, cardiovascular disease. Uh, it, it would increase a person's risk of stroke and, and heart attack. Uh, vitamin D is an interesting one from the perspective of protecting against COVID-19 itself in that people that are taking, let's say 5,000 IUs of vitamin D per day, the benefit of this is that vitamin D not only improves the function of the immune system, but it also surrounds the virus and makes it more difficult for the virus to replicate. Um, and vitamin D can act as an anti-inflammatory. So for people that have been vaccinated or uh, people that are concerned about the viral infection, then vitamin D would be a good one. Uh, we found, of course, in our study that copper glycinate works extremely well as an antiviral. Um, iodine, it works incredibly well and is relatively easy to get, is very effective against COVID-19. However, for the mRNA vaccine, which is something that we should be concerned about, what appears to be going on here is that, you know, this, this is not really, a, to call this a vaccine is, is probably incorrect. It, it really is, looks like it's functioning more as something that modifies gene expression. And um, we have some evidence of that relative to these cell mutations that we've seen. So compounds that can have a positive effect on gene expression would be things like olive oil, um, resveratrol, and copper peptide. Copper peptide by far is the most pop is the most powerful. It will reset about one third of the human genome to a more youthful state. But uh, extra virgin olive oil, you know, one or two tablespoons a day, that can have a, not only a favorable effect on gene expression, improves longevity but also the monounsaturated fats in olive oil have a regulatory uh, effect on inflammation. So it can help with the inflammatory process. So th these are all things that are readily available. Um, there, there certainly are other very powerful compounds for dealing with COVID-19. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, the fibrogen is basically produced by the liver. Is that correct? When uh, there's a, a viral load that comes into the body or some kind of uh cancers or anything like that uh i saw a show where you're you're talking to the gentleman you're you're talking about the the fibrogen that seems to be showing up in uh, a lot of people and that's what's causing the the heart problems uh and and so forth can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with the uh, the liver overproducing the fibrogen yeah let me if it's okay let me share some of these slides with you and uh we can kind of talk through that is that okay with you yeah that'd be great thanks yeah so we did uh, two studies, and this was with dark field and bright field microscopy. And these are techniques that, you know, allow us to image white blood cells, uh, red blood cells, 
and see what's really going on here. So the image on the left under normal cells, this is what we would expect to see in a healthy sample. And in an unhealthy sample, it would be the image on the right. So you see the blood cells clumping together. And this could be from dehydration, improper nutrition, age, could be from medical condition, uh, someone that's a heavy smoker, you might see blood cells starting to clump together like this. And when that happens, uh, the cells can't do what they're supposed to. They can't deliver oxygen from, from one part of the body to the other. And now the uh, blood levels of oxygen go down. And so it's a very, very significant problem. So what we saw in the study was that in every single person that had been vaccinated, we saw this clumping effect. It's called RULU. Uh, and I'm going to have some other slides where we show it in even greater detail. But that, that's probably the first thing that we noticed was that the um, red blood cells were clumping together. So that means that the ability of the body to deliver oxygen to cells is diminished. And that is incredibly important. So one of the things we know about uh, people that have been vaccinated now is they have a higher risk of cancer. And cancer cells thrive in an environment without oxygen. It's called anaerobic metabolism. And that's why oxygen therapies have been so successful in treating cancer. Well, if you deliver a vaccine that reduces the capacity of the body to transport oxygen, you're gonna get an increased risk of cancer. Mm. Um, I'll skip ahead here a little bit. And this was, to me, the most alarming thing that we saw Definitely. was the change in shape of the uh, white blood cells. So what you can see in this one sample, uh, you know, up on the right, we have, of course, you know, the normal shape that's shown in the image kind of in the center top. And then we saw a significant number of cells that had changed shape. And Dr. Daly had said he was unaware of anything that could cause this. So in his career as a medical doctor, you know, which spans over 30 years now, he had never seen this phenomena before. And, you know, he didn't know as a forensic medical specialist what these tail-like structures were, or, you know, in one case uh, on this slide, uh, and we had seen it in other places, uh, the white blood cells not only grew tails, but also grew horns. And that's in the upper right. So in biology, form and function uh, go together. So whenever you're changing the structure and the form of something, you're, you're going to dramatically change its function. So that means that the immune system here has been compromised. It can't do its job. And this is going to increase the risk of a person developing other types of disease. Wow. Those little devils. Now, do you think that uh, they're actually, those horns, maybe there's, you know, we've heard about 
transmissions from 5G, maybe affecting the cells and stuff like that. You think you think there's any kind of linkage to that? Maybe they're forming that so they can have uh, communication. What is it? Just a uh, a mutation? It's just no one really knows anything about that yet. Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. Someone knows something about it. Uh, because, you know, when a drug company uh, develops a, a new drug, they're going to do these same types of tests. So they would have made these observations and studied them. And what's pretty shocking is that the FDA would have allowed the mRNA vaccines on the market, knowing that they cause these kinds of side effects and we're having these kinds of effects. So you raise a really interesting point. Uh, there is a phenomenon in biology. There was a uh, entomologist, Dr. Phil Callahan, he passed away a few years ago. He was in his 90s. And uh, he probably should have won a Nobel Prize for some of his discoveries. Uh, but one of the things that he had figured out was how insects were using infrared communication based on antenna structures. And so to your point, I think it would be a feasible hypothesis to state that the horns or the tails could be a communication structure. We just simply don't know. But as a hypothesis, you could say, okay, that's that's reasonable. It would be worth investigating. Hmm. Very good. Very good. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. The, the ants, like you're talking about, anyone that's ever you know had a bunch of ants on them and then they get bit by one of them, they all seem to know right away and they all bite you all at once. If you have a bunch of ants on you, you didn't realize it. So there right. is a, a certain communication that, that goes on that you know many of us, don't know it, don't see it, but science, like your 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 excellent science, is is describing a lot of this this information. You're going, you're like the special forces guy in the science field. <laughs> we, we, That's we quite a compliment. Outside, we think, yeah, we think outside the box, and you're definitely that type of guy. So, uh, you know, kudos to you for you know your work. Thank you. Yeah, and there's uh, you know an up close image of this, and uh, you know, so that this is really alarming stuff. So anyone that has been vaccinated should be speaking with a medical doctor or healthcare practitioner and looking at some of these options to clean up their blood. So things like IVs of vitamin C, IVs of glutathione, ozone therapy, taking some of these supplements regularly that we've talked about to help to manage the inflammation, get the number of white blood cells down and uh, protect themselves from some of the really alarming things that we're, we're seeing now in terms of increased risk of heart disease and uh, cancer. Yeah, that's great. And, I, you know, you're, you're doing the work with the copper peptides. It's an X39, X49. So that is, that is having a direct effect on the inflammation that, that comes with uh, the fiber chains and so forth. What, what can you tell us about the copper peptides and how that's possibly helping? I think you've done some research on that. Yeah, we have. So what we did, I'm not going to make any uh, product claims here. So what I'll say is we administered copper peptide, uh, which is a naturally occurring peptide in the body. So as people age, 
their levels of copper peptide decline. So the uh, first thing is I would definitely recommend people take a copper peptide supplement, something like 2.5 milligrams of copper glycinate. If foods that are rich in copper would be things like liver, chocolate, wheatgrass, but I'd still recommend a supplement. So copper peptide is, is made in the body naturally, but if someone's been vaccinated, they may wanna speak with their doctor about getting four to six weeks of injections of copper peptide, because what we found was that it was able to reverse the uh, symptoms from the mRNA vaccine. So what that means is that we saw over a period of uh, four to six weeks, that the white blood cell count started to come down, go back into normal range. We saw these mutations go away and we saw the level of fibrinogen go back into normal range as well. So copper peptide will function as an antioxidant, but there's reason to believe that there was more there than it's being an antioxidant. We think it's because copper peptide is a very powerful gene modulator and it is reversing the effects of the mRNA. That's wow. a hypothesis, but it fits with the observation. Very nice. And I know the uh, the early on in the game where the Chinese and then eventually the French did studies on um, IVs of high doses of vitamin C, and that was basically helping and turning around the people that had severe effects of COVID. So now right. we're talking about people that are unfortunately having severe effects from the vaccination, turning that around with the uh, copper peptide. Very nice. Yeah. And, you know, what's, you know, kind of amusing is the FDA's position on all of this. We all know what their position was on ivermectin. And, you know, recently, a few weeks ago, it was reported that the FDA now is saying, well, we never told people they couldn't take ivermectin. But yeah, the, the history of this is, you know, incredible. It, uh, I'm not a I'm not a drug guy, right? I develop natural products, but as a drug, ivermectin is unbelievably safe. It has a huge history of, of use. I believe a Nobel Prize was awarded for its development. Hmm. You know, the FDA treated it as, uh, you know, unsafe and unfit for use, and the data just never supported that. So I, I agree with you completely that ivermectin should be available to everyone that wants to use it as a first line of defense against uh, COVID. Yeah, Joe Rogan uh, came out, you know, he had, he had utilized it and it, it seemed to have helped him and he got really hammered for bringing that out. Uh, and there was a province, uh, case in point, there was a province in um, India that gave ivermectin out to all of its residents and they had a very, very low uh, case of, uh, you know, pro problematic, you know, COVID infections. So it, it definitely does have an effect. Uh, right. And, you know, in that study too, it may have been another one, but in India, they also did a study with the combination of ivermectin and hy uh, hydroxychloroquine hmm. and found it incredibly effective oh. at treating COVID-19. So we, you know, we know these things exist. My medical doctor here in Florida was having incredible success with giving his patients IVs of vitamin C and uh, Z-Pak and ivermectin. And he was saying, yeah, it's no big deal. They're doing fine. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And on top of that, once, once you have been exposed, which pretty much I think everybody has at this point, you've been exposed to COVID, you're going to build up uh, an immune resistance to it at that, at that point. And they've, there's been evidence, you know, lots of studies so far, uh, probably a lot more than we were being exposed to or allowed to come through, where they're saying that people that have been exposed are better off than people that actually get the vaccination. So that's, they built the national, the natural immunity is far more effective because we're, you know, they told, they said that if you get the, if you get the COVID shot, you're, you're not going to have, you're not going to get COVID, you're not going to get sick. And that's not been the case. People have been, I and mean, we get Joe Biden. It's a great example. I think he's had two or three times where he's gotten COVID. He's the one that said, go get the vaccination. So right. uh, lots of Hollywood types and, you know, uh, have pushed it and so forth. And they're, you know, they're same thing, getting, getting sick all the time. So uh, yeah, it's it's definitely the the natural uh, form, and I I promoted that early on. Uh, I said very early on I was looking at the problems coming out of China because I'm a I'm a bio guy from the um, SEAL teams and the and the CIA. We're always watching for that, and we felt that was going to be the next thing. Uh, and then when I saw China early on, like in December, I started to see the problems. Uh, in early January, I was like, you know, hammering it <laughs> like. This, this is going to come. And I, I said, Wuhan, Wuhan, uh, and he got channels taken down. But yeah, now they, they say it you know, openly. So what are, what are they going to say openly in another year from now? Yeah, the, 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 the clutch shot was probably not good for everybody. Yeah, and of course, the laws are structured that the pharmaceutical companies don't have any type of liability. So anyone that had an adverse event, anyone that died, from getting the mRNA vaccine, the families don't have any kind of recourse against big pharma, which is, you know, probably uh, something else that's fairly alarming. The emergency use authorization is also alarming because it's a way to circumvent the normal drug approval process. So the FDA can always, they don't have any liability either. They can just say, well, you know, it was a global pandemic. It was an emergency. And we got something to market quickly to help people. And, uh, you know, we didn't have the data to see that it was harmful. So, you know, it's not our fault. So the, this is, uh, I think, a very significant flaw in the system. There's, there's too many, too much money at stake, too many interests, too many political motivations here to get these things out to market as a method of control and uh, making money. You know, we really saw this by the disinformation campaign of uh, banning things like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine when, you know, in fact, uh, these drugs are very efficacious and very cheap and very safe. Yeah, it's very nice. And, you know, there's the uh, the LifeWave products as well that help. You You actually have a glutathione patch, you know, that's, that's very beneficial. And are there any other products uh, within the LifeWave line that you would recommend uh, to keep people uh, healthy going forward and maybe reverse the effects of vaccination? Yeah, so we only make general wellness claims. That's why I've referred to supplements. But in terms of general wellness products, two or three of the products I'd recommend for people would be X39, which elevates copper peptide, uh, or Eon Patch which is a general anti-inflammatory and glutathione. So the combination of these will support the immune system, help to manage inflammation. And then 
have a whole host of benefits such as detoxification, uh, improvement in the quality of the sleep, and also supports wound healing and stem cell activity. So people that use these on a regular basis are, are going to feel a significant improvement in their health. And uh, of course, if we support our health, that makes us less likely to experience ad serious adverse effects from a number of different things. Very good. Very good. And uh, we, we both spoken before and we're both proponents of, you know, kind of like the intermittent fasting where you uh, you fast a good portion of the day. A lot of people, you know, have it have it reversed. I think uh, I and I was uh, you you eat 16 hours a day and then you you rest for eight. <laughs> I, I flip that <laughs> I, I rest for uh, I, I rest everything for 16 hours a day and and then I uh, eat for that those eight hours for, you know intermittently through that through eight hours too so uh that that seems to be helping of course you know um exercise exercise always good so you know diet exercise i mean duh, i mean everyone's been talking about that but that and plus uh you know the supplements that you you brought up are, are excellent going forward what do you think that um you know going forward there could be you know more um events like this it seems this you know as a bioweapon guy um, I, 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 I blew the whistle very early on in this and said, this was a bioweapon. Uh, it's been pretty much proven that that, that is the case. So they, they don't come right out and admit it. Right. Uh, I think there is a uh, potential going forward for something like that. And, and, and using the type of, uh, things that we recommended could, could prevent anything, uh, in the future. I hate to say this because I'm an optimist, but, uh, I think COVID-19 and the mRNA vaccines were the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and we're only going to see more of this. So as an example, uh, there was a story that was published a few months ago out of Boston University. And they were saying that they had developed a version of COVID-19 that was many times more lethal. It was like 80% lethal as compared to the one that people were exposed to, like Omicron. And that story was completely shut down. It never really made its way into mainstream. Nobody reported on it. It was the flash in the pan. And so the question was, why, why was Boston University and gained, engaged in gain-of-function research, which is banned in the United States, and it clearly was. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if I was in the Department of Defense, having, and I was going to face a country like China and a massive, you know, military and a potential threat, I'd want a bioweapon to, you know, have that in the cachet. But, you know, the risks associated with it are just, you know, far too great. And we could be looking at, you know, extinction level events. So, you know, th this is all to say, what can the average person do? Well, the good news is an enormous amount, yeah. uh, you know, stock up on things that we know are very powerful antivirals like iodine, like hydrogen peroxide. Um, as a matter of fact, one of the things that's been found now is that when a person first comes down with COVID-19, if you do a nasal rinse with food grade hydrogen peroxide, one to 2% and iodine, like povidine, that you can completely wipe out the COVID-19 
virus before it ever gets started. So, you know, I, I would, uh, I would, this would be something, you know, if I wasn't working in the field, I would uh, study as much as I could stock up on natural antivirals and be prepared that, uh, you know, when the next thing does come around, you can say, okay, I don't need to panic. I've got, you know, food, shelter, clothing, all of that. And I've got these natural antivirals and I'm ready. Yeah. And that, that's, that's good that you just brought that up because I had a talk with uh, Christiane. Northrop and she she brought up that specifically you know the the nasal rinse like that uh, so that's that's great I'm glad you brought that up so yeah like you said there's many many things that that natural that people can do and uh you know that's I I like to have you know levels <laughs> and that's yeah. what I love about uh, LifeWave because it's like another level and I think it's a, a very very top level um in in my line of uh defense but I, I'm not a defensive guy, I'm an offensive guy. So I'm like pushing the envelope. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's definitely what you have done with your, with your product. So uh, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's always, uh, you know, as a Navy SEAL, uh, you know, your training is you go out in the middle of nowhere and you can make something out of nothing. Right. Yeah. So you get that special type of Intel, you know, an example of this would be department of Homeland security uses chlorine dioxide to eradicate anthrax yeah. so you know this is something that's made from pool cleaner and lemon juice effectively right citric acid and, and pool cleaner sodium hypochlorite so and these are very very commonly available and um so chlorine dioxide which can be taken internally and it breaks down into the body as water and salt when you put chlorine dioxide in contact with a virus, the virus explodes, it detonates. Uh, same with things like iodine. So some of the most uh, you know powerful antivirals, which work on about everything, are very inexpensive and very safe for human consumption. So the MMS, uh, I've, been, I've used that for a long time. When I was overseas, I would use that and everybody would get sick and they're like, how do you, how do you not get sick? Uh, I was like, I use this stuff, like you just, just described. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's super, super easy, super effective. Just a couple drops of each, let it, let it sit for a few seconds or so, and then add, you know, add your water and drink it. And that's, that keeps yeah. all the bad stuff out. Yeah. And if you know how to make it, I mean, you can travel with the powdered version mm. of sodium hypochlorite, like what they use for as a pool cleaner, you can get lemons, you know, or citric acid anywhere. And then, you know, you can make it in a few minutes. It's uh, not really, like I say, it's not really complicated and uh, incredibly effective. And, and it also, it can kill all kinds of bacterial infections, right? So somebody gets an open wound, you're not in a place where uh, you have access to um, an antibiotic. You can put this into a wound and it'll kill out the bacteria. I don't know that. That's good. Good to know. Wow. L little something, you know, always getting a little something from the, the great minds. I love it. <laughs> all right, David, thanks so much for all your information. It was, this was a great share. I think people are getting a lot out of it. Very, very helpful. What, what do you have going forward? What's, what's the latest coming up? Well, so we recently launched the, on a totally different subject, we recently launched these aromatherapy mists mm. and uh, I turned 60 this year. So the past few years, you know, I've been thinking about how to keep my testosterone levels elevated, how to balance out my hormones and do it naturally without drugs. So um, 
I invented these two products called Shine and Dream, and they're aromatherapy products. I simply spray them on your wrist and you inhale them. And my testosterone levels went from the mid 300s to just over 700 nanograms wow. within a period of about two weeks of, of using this. It also improves the quality of sleep, yep. can help you lose weight and, and some other benefits. So that's the newest. Uh, I'm definitely enjoying those aromatherapy is, uh, is pretty amazing. Now, how did, how did you get to aromatherapy? Because you're, 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 most, most people like myself, you think you ingest something, it's going to, it's going to be the, the, one of the better benefits. Uh, some of the stuff I do now, I put it in uh, the gum. So it like, you know, goes in that way, but the patches have been very effective because the lightweight technology is, is phenomenal. So what, what is it about the, the, the aroma? This is, this is interesting. Yeah. So actually uh, I had seen one clinical study. I, I didn't believe it at first. I had been listening to some doctors talk about different ways to elevate testosterone. And they were talking about that truffle pigs will, they're, what they're really detecting is the testosterone in the truffles. Hmm. And so I, saw, I found a research study on it and I saw, yeah, there's these androgens that are naturally occurring materials like uh, pine pollen and truffles. And so as I got into this, I found out, okay, you know, this is really making sense to me now that when we're talking about hormones, they're in very, very small quantities and that we can actually get enough by breathing them in. It's called olfaction. But if we inhale uh, these, uh, these uh, hormones off of these natural materials, we can in fact elevate our own hormones. And so I started to experiment with this and think about, okay, well, how can we do this safely? And then also which hormones would we want to elevate and why? And uh, then I started to do a search in the literature on which compounds might be complementary to one another, and then began to uh, do some tests. What we found out in our very first clinical study that we did with 15 people, both men and women, that in with the men, most of them were getting very dramatic improvements, like as much as doubling their testosterone in as little as three days. That was 85% of the population. Uh, their oxytocin levels were improving. And what that means is that oxytocin is actually going to reset the muscle fibers to a more youthful state. So when we look at our LifeWave product line, now we have products that will not only improve strength and stamina, but will also get the muscle fibers to actually become more youthful, improving the quality of the muscle tissue. So this can make people resistant to normal age-related sarcopenia. Wow. <laughs> Definitely pushing the envelope on a lot of stuff. So, I mean, your days back when you're helping the, uh, the sub guys and then the Navy SEALs, and now you're, you're helping all of humanity, uh, technology, cause you're just blowing those guys away. And they're like, uh, I think at one point you just started blowing them away so much. You're like, ah, oh, we, we're going to push you away. I've, I've seen that over my career. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're too good. And where you are going to make us all look bad? So, but, so you're like, just go out and I'll do it myself then. And, uh, that happened. That did happen to me at least once. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, the guys that work, the, the military contractors, the guys that work there, they're just some brilliant minds and they do think out of the box. And 
I, I would say most people don't have any appreciation for how sophisticated the military industrial complex is in this country and how advanced we are. It's it's staggering. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that was my discovery for a long time being in the SEAL teams. You know, we got uh, exposed to uh, some super high technology stuff and I still see it because, you know, it's secretive stuff. You can't talk about it, but I, I still see it 40 years later starting to make its way out like GPS. You know, we were working on GPS a long, long time ago. And then it started to come out now, you know, it's on the phones uh, and, uh, you know, the bone, the bone phone stuff. We were using right. that like 40 years ago and it's just now coming out. People have it for their uh, ear pods and stuff like that. You know, and, and I, my wife just got one. I was like, wow, that sounds as good as <laughs> way I remember like 40 years ago. That's good. So, yeah, uh, yeah there's technologies uh, definitely that, uh, you know, they can push the envelope. Of course, they have to keep it secret to give us the uh, the edge. But eventually, you know, because they they keep pushing, uh, they're like, oh, that's that's old school stuff. We can let that leak out there. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, without, you know, saying very much is, uh, yeah, I, I would hope that some tech that is in the government does get released because it could make an enormous difference in the quality of lives for people all over the world. So we just uh, hope for that day. That's right. You're definitely doing that. And uh, I appreciate it. I know everyone. Uh, that's used the LifeWave and has, has listened to your information. Appreciate that as well. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality. Music.